Hello and welcome to Next Level Wedding Beers for bridal hair and makeup artists with me, Kerry Curl, coach, mentor and wedding sales trainer. And today we have the lovely Vanessa from Harness & Co, wedding and life and events. Welcome, Vanessa. Hi, Kerry. How are you? I'm really well. Thanks, Vanessa. And thanks for joining us. How are you? Oh, no, you're welcome. It's uh, great to be here. Thank you for asking us along. Busy wedding season already, back on it, doubling down. Crazy, crazy season. Two seasons in one. Uh, it's absolutely manic. I literally don't know which way is up, but it is so good to be back. Yeah, it's so good to be back. Can you give our audience a 60 second intro about you and your exclusive wedding planning business, please? Yeah, absolutely. So we are Harness & Co. Um, I started the business back in 2004. So I think that means we've been around 17 years. It's like it's hard to keep up when the numbers keep going up. Um, and we create amazing, fabulous weddings. Um, we tend to work on outdoor weddings uh, more than we do venue weddings. And we tend to get the kind of unconventional weddings. So we kind of operate in the high-end luxury market um, with some great budgets uh, and clients with some great ideas. Oh, that sounds like such a fun job. So can you tell our audience what you think makes a successful wedding business owner as a modern-day entrepreneur? Obviously, you've established, you've been here yep. 17 years. So what, what do you think is a, a, you know, makes a successful wedding business owner? I think you have to have passion. If you have passion your clients can clearly see that you have to have the passion to be able to cope with the long hours and the volume of work in the peak season. Um, you, and you have to love what you do. And if you have all those three things, then you will be successful. If your product offering is right for the market, um, you'll be successful. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that passion where there's passion there's money. That's where yeah. I, um, absolutely if if clients clients see your passion when they when they see you on social when they see you uh you know at consultations um they thrive off your passion your passion gets them excited about their wedding and that's what you want yeah that's it so what do you look for when recommending suppliers for your couples um so we look for um reliability professionalism so our couples are generally high net worth individuals and so they're used to a certain standard um, when they buy products and that's no different to their wedding. So um, we have to match couples' personalities to suppliers' personalities. So the personality has to be the right fit because they're going to be with them on the day. Um, their work has to be the right level and the right style that the couple or the bride is looking for. Um, and they just have to be professionals. So, you know, a great social media presence, great website. Um, they look great um, and, and super friendly as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. It's, uh, you know, important to have a bit of personality, a bit of friendliness. You can have that banter with, but also creating that number one business that is very visible. So you yes. can see that they're working every day and they can connect to your couple's absolutely the more they see your face as well the more they can connect with you absolutely so as someone who has to stay extremely organized what are your strategies for keeping on top of your admin 
Um, <laughs> so I have a to-do list, which is so old-fashioned, but so we have a, a CRM system where we manage all our clients and each, uh, each wedding and event will have a to-do list within that CRM system. And it's just methodical, just working through going, you know, when you get into the office in the morning, you see what needs to be done. A lot of it is in my head already. So I just know what I'm working on. Um, but yeah, a solid to-do list because without that, without a tick list, um, you know, planning is organization and I am so organized. It's just ridiculously scary. Love a spreadsheet. You just got to keep track of everything. So can I ask, do you time block? Do you have certain days of the week that you, you time block? Um, so I time block, uh, to the extent that I will come to a, a day and I will be, okay, so I have to work on this wedding and I have to work on this wedding. So I generally do it in, in the order that the weddings are coming up. So wow. for instance, if I've got a wedding that's two weeks away, that's the wedding that is my priority. If I have a wedding that's eight months away, that obviously is further down the line. Um, but I will look at, especially at the moment when we've got just weddings and events every weekend, I, I just time block a day or half a day, whatever I need to do the tasks I know I've got to do for that wedding. And then once I've done them, I'll go on to the next time wedding and you know look at the next time block. So yeah, I do. Because I mean, otherwise... It, it's so easy to just work on 10 different things at once, but it takes you longer if you're not focused. So true. And as someone that's worked on styled shoots with you, you are incredibly organized. And I <laughs> love your, your documentation and organization. It just makes it easy for me to just turn up. So, and, and yeah, and that's what it's all about. That's what making everyone's life easier. Amazing. So what makes you passionate about weddings and how do you transfer that emotion into planning for couples? So I think, passion for weddings is something that you either have or you don't you either love weddings and you love working in that industry or you don't if you know and you don't if you don't want to be utterly <laughs> exhausted run off your feet and super busy throughout the summer months if you're someone that is I always have to have a two-week holiday in the middle of August or July or June then working in the wedding industry possibly might not be for you because mm. that, that's your busiest times of the year so you have to be able to adapt uh, to the marketplace and to what weddings um, require and your your passion is just something that I think you have or you don't you, you know, it's it's a Marmite thing. A lot of people will go, oh God, I couldn't possibly work on a wedding because I can't deal with that stress. Whereas others like myself, I thrive on that. Same. I thrive yeah. on that stress <laughs> and the logistics um, and the happiness because gen you know, generally on the wedding day, everybody is super happy. So it's a lovely environment to work in. Um, the run-up might be a bit stressful, but like on the day, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place to work. So I think you have that passion or you don't. Um, and I think when people start, if they start to dip their toe into the wedding industry, they pretty quickly get a feel for if it's right for them or not. And the worst thing to do is to carry on when you don't really feel it because you're not going to get bookings because that vibe is going to come off of you when you're talking to couples. Yeah, I think that shows in things like reviews. Um, if I look at the, the first sentence of your reviews and my reviews, it's I felt, I feel. Yeah, uh, it's emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that's very important. Yeah, so, it's being able to connect to your couples is massive. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That, that first initial contact 
that you have to get along and you're working with them very closely and for quite long periods of time. So um, yeah. I agree with that. So what strategies for sales and marketing do you use to attract high end clientele? Uh, so, well, because we've been around for such a long time, ours is a little different to most because we generally don't do sales and marketing because we don't need to because majority of our work is recommendations and that's recommendations from previous clients or people that were maybe at a wedding or event or suppliers recommend us all the time um but what we do on our social is um so clients buy from like buys from like so if we happen like i always happen to carry because i just do um a designer handbag i have some limited edition ones i have some crazy expensive Louboutin trainers um some jimmy chu trainers some alexander mcqueen trainers and i wear those all the time and people see me wearing those like somebody else would maybe wear a pair of nikes or adidas um and so they see you wearing and carrying these high worth items and they instantly feel connected because they feel like you understand their lifestyle and that they see you going to five star hotels on your stories, you know, and your, you know, uh, high, high value gifts um, on stories. And so they feel comfortable because they feel that you understand their lifestyle and therefore the kind of wedding that they might be looking for. And again, it's all about that emotion and making that connection. If they see me um, with a Joe Malone candle and they've got Joe Malone candles at home, for instance, they're like, oh, they buy, like they have Joe Malone too. Yeah, um, like for like, yeah. Like for like. And it's, and I've won weddings on what handbag I've taken to a consultation. It's crazy, but I have, because the bride, I've walked in and they've gone, oh my God, you've got the limited edition X, Y, Z. Oh my God, like I wanted that. Oh my God, you got it in the pink. Oh, and, and and then the bride will say to me like, oh my God, the moment you walked in with that bag, I knew you got me. I knew you'd understand me because a, we have a, the same taste. It's a simple strategy in itself. You yeah. haven't had to go out and do loads of, advertising paid advertising it's just about a subliminal message isn't it yeah absolutely yeah totally um and it's like um no one can see us today but we're both wearing neon nail polish exactly the same twin yeah <laughs> and um i always wear neon because i love neon now i have crazily gone to a wedding consultation and got a wedding because the bride's favorite color was neon coral and i happened to be wearing neon coral that's polish. absolute chance, isn't it? <laughs> and it's an absolute chance. But so many of our weddings are like, our couples are a little bit unconventional. They're a little bit unique in what they want. They don't want the traditional Rolls Royce country house wedding. And so they, when they see someone wearing like neon nail polish, they're like, oh, edgy. They, they're going <laughs> to get me. But it sounds crazy, but it works. No, that makes absolute perfect sense. So what would you say your biggest failure in business has been that's made you learn some really hard lessons. And this is a difficult one, but I think it's worth asking every successful business owner. It is. And do you know what? The one thing I would say is um, the hardest lesson we learned was a financial one. And we, in the early days, um, we paid substantial sums of money to advertise in certain 
uh, brochures or locations and we never got any work from it. And it was completely unnecessary because we were getting recommendations um, and our reviews were speaking for themselves and our like galleries were speaking. This is before social media. That shows how old I am and how long we've been doing this. But like our website galleries would speak for themselves. So it was just a financial, you know, not a hardship, but it was a hard way to learn a lesson that you don't always in your sales and marketing strategy need to spend a lot of money no that's something I teach our uh, clients and my clients is you, you know it's just about being visible it's about yeah. consistent persistent action and just having a uh, you know a vision for your clients so yeah totally yeah that I can imagine I mean print for me is uh, losing a lot it's, it's dying a death so absolutely yeah it's all digital it's all yeah. I mean we've lost so many of the printed wedding magazines so so many have gone um and yeah it's just I don't know who everyone goes to Instagram these days so Instagram has become your shop window that's it Um, yeah exactly it it definitely is and you need to show up every day and show that you're in business so yeah yeah totally because and when I teach uh my trainee celebrants um I always say to them if you're not posting for a month or two weeks or you know your socials are up to date how do I know you're still around? How do I know you're still in business? Because I could look at that as a planner and go, oh, where are they? Um, you know, there's no reason for the unexplained absence kind of thing. And then they'll it, do nothing. The, that yeah. client will do nothing and just then find walk away. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about the awards you've won and how easy or hard it was to achieve those. Oh, gosh. Um, so we have been the four counties wedding awards planner of the year twice, and we have been destination, uh, weddings and honeymoon magazines, uh, planner, uh, once I think, I think, yeah, I think we, we won that a couple of years ago. Um, and it's a, you know, awards are a very subjective thing. It, you know, it all depends who enters, um, you never really know who you're up against. Some of our clients, when we say to them, oh, did you know we're award winning? Just when we get to know them a little bit, some of them will go, oh, no, are you? And then some of them will be like, oh, yes, I saw that on your social. Um, and then when we say to them, does it make a difference yeah, whether you've booked us or not? And they mm-hmm. go, no, doesn't make any difference. I I had a similar thing. I, I'm multi-award winning as well. And I asked my audience, you know, and I went uh, directly to a bride on a wedding. I said, did it make a difference? She said, well, yes, it did. And then with the next bride, she said, no, I didn't even know. Yeah. So I agree with you there. Yeah. T- yeah, totally. So they're nice to have because it's nice to promote and it's nice to say award winning. But has it, driven it-, it, has it driven you bookings and revenue? No, it's just the same as it's always been. So an interesting conversation. Yeah. And um, what are your top three marketing strategies to attracting couples in today's wedding market? Right. That's an interesting question. Um, so we um, we like to make sure that we post regularly on our social That may not always be to our main grid because at times like this, when we're doing two seasons in one, it's uh, you're juggling so many plates, spinning so many plates. So, but we always try and keep uh, something going on stories. 
Um, and when we see our couples or we go for consultations, people are like, oh, yeah, I saw that on your story. So even if you're not getting people interacting with you, you they are watching. Um, so you've got to keep up your um, social media presence. Um, having a really shiny website is still really important and the most important thing is making sure that website is uh, mobile compatible because if you look at your website stats so being able to understand your website stats as well is hugely important because you can see if people are on desktop if they're on tablet if they're on mobile 90 percent of the time they're going to be searching on a mobile phone sat on the sofa in an evening so if your website doesn't work correctly doesn't display correctly on mobile then they're already like oh it's a fail it's a fail and then they're going to go to the to the next person um yeah um, that that does you know it's got to convert hasn't it your website's got to be a conversion tool these days as well yeah absolutely and then I think you've just got to network my third strategy is network you've got to network within the level in the industry that you either want to work at or that you do work at you know never stop aspiring Never stop thinking, oh, I want to do this. I really want to do go here or do this, you know, because if you stop aspiring, then do you stop trying? Um, yeah, you've got to keep pushing those boundaries. You've just got to keep pushing boundaries all, all the time. Um, and yes, a lot of people find networking really hard, but you've just got to push yourself out of your comfort zone because yeah. by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you don't know what you're going to achieve. Brilliant. So uh, our audience doesn't know this, uh, or probably until now, that you're currently planning a celebrity wedding. Uh, can you tell us a few juicy details here? Um, so I can tell you nothing um, <laughs> other than uh, who the celebrity is. Ah, well, that's helpful to the audience. So who um, is the celebrity? So for anybody that is a Strictly Dance Come Dancing fan, we are planning uh, Craig Revel Horwood and Jonathan Myring's wedding. So amazing. I'm so very proud that you got this gig. It is just the best news ever. And um, it's, yeah. it's going to be totally fun. And I will just say that last weekend, we did, um, if anybody is into history who's listening, uh, Boopsie 2, Mary Beard, uh, she's a very famous classicist. Um, and we did her daughter's wedding last year. No, I'm, last week even, not last year. I'm a massive fan. So I had a massive fangirl moment when uh, when the bride went, oh, by the way, this is my mum. And I was just like, oh, hi, hi, <laughs> I love you. Um so yeah, so we uh, we get a few celebrities, but we're generally not allowed to say anything because we're always subject to NDAs. And Craig's is going to be in OK and Hello magazine, so we can't. We're tied to that as well. I, I hope you get a mention. I hope you get a mention. Um, so if you could give our bridal hair and makeup artist audience one piece of advice which could help them grow their businesses, what would it be? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is when you're starting out in the industry, never underestimate what you can achieve. Like always believe in yourself. Don't the biggest mistake you can do when you start out is to look at your competition and you have to look at your competition to see what's in the marketplace and see where you're going to fit. Don't follow your competition to the nth. 
don't get consumed by it because otherwise all that happens to you is you go well they're doing this why aren't I doing that they're 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 here why am I not there well how do they get all these weddings and I've got like this many weddings because you know we have to remember that social media not everyone tells like the whole truth they stretch it um so you've just got to believe in yourself, like pull your big pants up high and just get out there, network, know your worth, know your worth, know your value. Um, and it's just like put staying your own lane, isn't it? It's staying yeah, in your stay own lane. Your own lane. Don't get blinkered by what other people are doing. You know, don't, don't start copying, just, you know, stick to your own lane, your own USP. Um where you you know have your business plan where do you want to be how are you going to get there and then get in that lane and don't deviate such good advice Vanessa thank you so much so that's uh concludes our final questions today but I really appreciate you coming on and hopefully you can pop on again after you've done your celebrity planning yeah (laughs) so we can uh, unpack how that all went and uh you know where it goes from there so um, absolutely opportunity so uh have an amazing rest of your day and thank you so much for joining us today Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Oh, just one thing before I go. Yep. Where can everybody find you if they want to find you online? So we are at uh, harnessandco.co.uk and our social is uh, harness underscore and underscore. Co? Co. <laughs> I had a total mental block there. I know I left I literally was on you so uh, I've never said I've never said it like that and all of a sudden it was like oh what are we yeah it's harness underscore and underscore co amazing we will uh wait to see the celebrity wedding plan out and thank you so much for your hot tips today much appreciated so you're welcome bye bye